BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Lines are open 800-282-2882. And please go to clayandbuck.com for stories that we're talking about here. Extra reading and prep from uh, from our show. It's a good place for you to see all the things that we're thinking about talking about here. Dive deeper into it. Just first thoughts and prayers go to everybody in the path of Hurricane Ida right now. We know it has moved inland. It's now downgraded to a tropical storm. Hit Louisiana really uh, badly in the last 24 hours. Expectations from Louisiana governor that the death toll could rise considerably. As of right now, Governor Bell Edwards saying that only one confirmed fatality from the from the hurricane, but he's very clear that that is likely to rise as there's a greater ability for search and rescue crews to actually get to people, hopefully getting everybody to safety, but they may find uh, some some tragic circumstances as well. But thoughts and prayers to everybody and hope that you are in a safe place. All your loved ones and everyone you know are now out of the, the worst of this. Accountability for Afghanistan is going to be something we talk a lot about here um you're going to have people that are trying to say that the biden administration made the right call and so the circumstances of this do not really change the ultimate choice right the the ultimate uh decision here was the right one even if it came down through all these disasters on the way that's what they'll eventually say we haven't even gotten there yet though so i'll put a pin on that for a moment And remind everybody that we are reliant in the next 24 hours on the Taliban, a terrorist entity that once allied directly with Al-Qaeda, refused to give Al-Qaeda over to us after 9-11. That same entity with Haqqani, also very tied, the Haqqani network tied in the very top level. We are working directly, the U.S. government, with them to provide security. And to Clay's point from last hour, it is very likely that we uh, we perhaps were tipped off by the Taliban about ISIS-K, so who even knows? Although that would go into sources and methods that neither Clay nor I have access to at this point. But here's Blinken, the Secretary of State, who I think has looked 
befuddled at some of the worst moments here in this whole situation, saying that uh, the Taliban promises they won't seal off the country. First, just uh, about 24 hours ago, a very senior Taliban uh, leader spoke on television and on the radio throughout Afghanistan and repeatedly assured the Afghan people that they would be free to travel after uh, August 31st. I'm not saying we should trust the Taliban on, uh, on anything. I'm simply reporting what one of their senior leaders said to the Afghan people. Clay, they actually are saying, because they have no choice, that we have to trust the Taliban on some of these things, or rather, they have no option other than to try to take them at their word for right now. We, we're looking at a situation where the Taliban is in charge of the U.S. evacuation at some level. That's what no one's really been willing to say. That's true right now. Not only is that true right now, it's going to be true for a long time to come, Buck, because even in the absolute best-case scenario, we are going to be leaving behind a large group of U.S. citizens. And according to multiple reports that basically the White House has confirmed, we handed over the name of all American citizens and their location to the Taliban, which is a sign that basically we are desperate for them to not do anything of a negative nature to those people or to many of the allies that worked with us. And this is going beyond, Buck, negotiating with terrorists. You remember the ideas, and you well know, you worked in the CIA, you don't negotiate with terrorists because you legitimize terrorist groups by negotiating with them. We're not even negotiating with the terrorists. We are allowing the terrorists to tell us what we can and cannot do. And frankly, I'm stunned that this hasn't been a better, a bigger part of the storyline. 20 years ago, the Taliban allowed Al-Qaeda to attack us. 20 years later, after $2 trillion, we are saying, hey, Taliban, you tell us what to do and we'll do it. Clay, we're asking them for favors. Yes. Let's be honest. We're saying, hey, guys. Can you do us a solid Taliban? Can you can you make sure you let the Americans through? By the way, I was getting reports over the weekend that there were even some Americans not being let through. I mean, the whole thing is a mess. I mean, to give you an idea of how much of a mess this is, here's PBS's Jane Ferguson. She was on ABC's This Week, just giving a sense of what it was really like on the ground during some of the moments here of the evacuation. We also saw panicked crowds. So the soldiers, when we talk about security at the time, much of the discussion of security was how to keep the soldiers, but also the people safe from the panicked crowds, from stampedes, from the heat. There were people lost to the stampedes and killed there, right there in the street. So to say it was chaotic is an understatement. To say that there was a semblance of security checks is a misunderstanding of what was actually happening. You, you heard uh, Tony Blink can say, oh, look, it's just like an embassy. Not like an embassy. Not like an embassy. It's like a stampede of people trying to be controlled by various armed groups. A, a complete mess. An abject disaster in terms of the organization and the control, and obviously from a security perspective, too, on the ground, Clyde. There's nothing that, and again, I, I understand your point of, hey, let's see what happens with the final evacuation before we start making sort of decisions about the way this thing went down. But here's what I'm afraid is going to happen, Buck. I think the Biden White House is going to just pretend that this story never happened, right? They're going to try to turn the page. I think a lot of media are going to acquiesce in that request 
and they're going to immediately move back to what's Ron DeSantis doing in COVID. You pointed out before we came on the air that they're already trying the drumbeat of uh, of the, the insurrection on January 6th. They're all subpoenaing over again. Trump's family's phone records on January 6th. The Trump family, they're going to be pulling Ivanka and Don Jr.'s phone records. Congress is actually going to do that. Of course, this is all just meant to, to feed that 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 craziness, but that's the idea. But the, and, and the, to the point, there may not be any consequences for this failure. Now, the American public, I think, is going to render a verdict next year, which is going to be incredibly damning for the overall Joe Biden White House. But in terms of there being somebody who loses a job, you know, Buck, what's crazy is the only person I've seen so far that has lost a job in the American military over this situation is the lieutenant colonel who spoke out and said, and I'm sure you saw that video too, hey, the leadership has been a failure. This is all a mess. Now, he did it in uniform, and I can understand, but the idea that the only guy that would lose his job over Afghanistan is a lieutenant colonel who points out how much of a failure this entire process is, is frankly totally unacceptable lieutenant colonel stewart scheller he was the one who published that video that went viral where he was calling out his superiors for the massive failure underway right now in afghanistan specifically the from a a a tactical perspective yes completely insane decision to abandon bagram air base which as we remember general milley a few months ago was saying eh bagram schmagram who cares general no, milley no, all, no. all worked up about white rage and white oh, yeah. white racism he, but he can't actually protect his people well when it turns out when you're passing out reading lists with a lot of you know robin d'angelo on it you don't have as much time to think about actual battle plans as the chairman of the joint chiefs of staff but yeah we're talking about accountability i mean lieutenant colonel stewart scheller he was relieved of duty and then he resigned He's got his whole pension, apparently, now uh, that is that is at risk from all this. He's taking a real stand. And Kevin McCarthy is saying there's got to be accountability for the people who actually failed us here. I say my moment at this time, at this moment, is getting every American out. When we get beyond that point, we're going to collect all the data and we're going to we have a constitutional responsibility to hold people accountable. And we will take it wherever the facts bring that forward. Constitutional responsibility, absolutely. But, Clay, right now, next 24 hours, I think everyone needs to get ready for what I think is going to be a Biden administration spin cycle because they are going to withdraw. They're they're going to keep going forward with with the withdrawal of U.S. troops. And at that point, they're going to be saying... We're still in contact with the Taliban to let people uh, let people leave the country. And I think I've been hearing from folks that they're worried that this is going to turn into you're essentially going to have to pay off the Taliban to get especially for any Afghans that we want to get out still. So it's it's a it turns into a a hostage situation. They're going to call something else. And that's a, a, a massive one. And that's what we're facing. It is incompetence on a generational level. And my concern is you should learn from incompetence on a generational level, multi-generational level. Buck, you and I have not been alive for a more disastrous, I would argue, foreign policy, individual, discrete event like this, the leaving of Afghanistan. And yet Biden and his administration are just going to try to play, uh, you know, the, the sort of the distraction game. Where you, 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 if you have ever had a kid who has got to go to the doctor and they got to get a shot, and you try and like draw their attention away from the fact that they're about to get a shot, 
because you don't want them to see the painful thing that's about to happen to them. That's what the Biden administration is going to try to do with Afghanistan in general. They're going to try to distract the American public and find something new for everybody to focus on, whether it's going to be COVID, whether it's going to be constantly obsessing with January 6th. I don't think there's going to be any real consequences for the biggest American foreign policy failure since 1979 and 1975 in Saigon. Going to take some of your calls on this coming up here in a moment. And also, Dr. Fauci specifically responds to DeSantis's Don't Fauci My Florida or don't yes. I, I would say don't don't Fauci up my Florida would be a better way of putting it. But don't Fauci my Florida merchandise. So we'll hear if Fauci versus DeSantis. We'll get into that later on this hour. And remember, the lines are open 800-282-2882. One of the many things we talk about when it comes to gold is protection. Protection is important for your port, uh, portfolio and owning gold makes that possible. You want a sense of accomplishment? Have the gold you're purchasing delivered to your front door and actually hold it in your hand. That's what the Oxford Gold Group helped me to do. I invested, and then I actually had that investment, that actual real gold in my hands. My partners at the Oxford Gold Group have precious metals that can be delivered to your home. When I open my safe, I've got my passport, home protection, cash on hand, real gold, all and real gold from the Oxford Gold Group. So if you think buying gold is complicated, my friends at the Oxford Gold Group are who you need to call. They'll explain everything to you, having real gold delivered to your home or having real gold that's part of your IRA. It's just a phone call away. Call the Oxford Gold Group now at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. Call Oxford at 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L-D. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. 
You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Monday edition. Want to continue to offer our best watching a lot of the footage from the damage of Hurricane Ida down in Louisiana. We know we have a lot of you listening in that area all over that state and beyond as the hurricane now spins off into the rest of the southeast. May uh, give some of you some issues with tornadoes, certainly flooding and high winds coming across the entire southeast. want you to know that we are thinking about you and want you to stay safe. Um, We're just talking about the disaster of the uh, departure in Afghanistan. And Buck, I wanted to hit you with some of the data here where they finally been able to figure out exactly how much we left behind. And some of these numbers are absolute madness. Here's some numbers I'm going to hit you with, Buck. We left over 22,000 Humvees for the Taliban, 8,000 trucks, uh, 169 armored personnel carriers. We left 42,000 pickup trucks and SUVs in addition to the big trucks that we left behind. 358,000 assault rifles. 64,000 machine guns. 33 Blackhawk uh, helicopters. 33 MI-17s. Four C-130 transport planes, 23 uh, jets. I mean, as you run through all of this, this is unbelievable futility that we would leave behind all of this gear for an organization that is effectively a terror-based organization that has spent... 20 years trying to kill as many Americans as possible, and we just gave them more material than many countries that are our allies have. Let's let's be very clear about what this is. The taxpayer has now effectively, I mean, this is the end result, yes. armed thoroughly the largest terrorist army in the world. That's actually yes. where we are. And we're now hoping... Going forward, that this Taliban is going to be so different from the previous Taliban. Remember, we said to the Taliban after 9-11, hand over everybody in Al-Qaeda or we're coming. And they said, nope, not handing over anybody. So maybe they've changed some of their strategic, uh, some of their strategic thinking since then, since they've seen what U.S. power can actually do in the early stages of this war and at different stages when we had uh, troops that were in actual forward combat roles. But Clay, you know, you go down that list, you just say, "What? How, how can anyone see this as anything other than an utter failure of the entire apparatus of national security analysts, elites, and and the people at the top of the uh, of the food chain, so to speak, 
who were telling us. I mean, so I, I used to see I was in Afghanistan a decade ago. And and the and what people would say then was every 12 months, it's, oh, we figured it out now and we'll implement it in the next 12 months. Every 12 month cycle, which coincided with deployments of whoever was, you know, the theater commander or whoever was the ambassador at the time, whatever it may be. They'd say, "Okay, we're making progress. We're making progress. And there were some people all along, Clay, who were saying the progress is a phantom. It's not real. We're propping it all up. And we see that those voices were drowned out. They didn't get promoted. They weren't told that they were put in charge. And the people who did get to make the decisions were so wrong that it's still unbelievable. You still sit here and say, how is this even possible? To put into perspective how much gear we left for the Taliban, I saw a rough approximation of the value. And the suggestion was that per capita, every single American citizen basically handed the Taliban over $250 in taxpayer funds that we have allowed them now to be able to use better than any terrorist organization ever has the utmost technology and equipment that we have created. We just handed it all off to them. And it may well be used against us in terror attacks in the years ahead. And for anyone out there who's trying to argue in the Biden administration, oh, this wasn't a panicked withdrawal, I would think the fact that we handed over billions and billions of dollars of our best equipment to these guys is basically ends the argument. Yes, on the it, of course, it was a panic withdrawal. I mean, every one of those Blackhawks you said it cost about six million dollars. Every single one of those helos uh, never. I mean, I, I don't even know what the price tag is on a C-130, but it's that's a lot more than that. I mean, this is it's it's hard to think about how you could have so many people with such resources on our end. So wrong that they end up arming. As I said, they, we, we have armed thoroughly what is now the largest terrorist arm in the world. Although, will we take them off the terror list in the next year or so? It's a whole other conversation. Because I think that's what they're going to try to get going, too. But let's just take a break from that for a second. If you had to create a highlight reel of your life, what heartwarming memories would you include in? And are there family events that would be the focal point of that highlight reel? Clay, I mean, there's so many photos and things from back in the day that people going to want to keep. Yeah, there's no doubt, Buck. And look, the reality is you need to make a smart decision right now. You can trust these guys. You need to get all of your family's top events put together and go to LegacyBox.com right now where you can get 50% off. Make sure that your lifetime of memories don't disappear. Buck, how can you take care of it? So easy. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash Buck to get this offer of 50% off and honor the moments that have shaped your family. I've done this. I sent old camp photos from back in the day. Now I can send them to my family members. Whenever I want, I can text message them to them. LegacyBox.com slash Buck to save 50% off. Take advantage of this offer today. Use the kit whenever you're ready for it. LegacyBox.com slash Buck. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck, and we are continuing to monitor very closely as uh, the footage comes out of damage from Ida, Hurricane Ida in Louisiana. Uh, any news updates we have from that, we will bring to you as they unfold. Still thinking about everybody in the Louisiana area who was hit by this. Uh, the footage shows it was a pretty awful uh, storm, and I know it's also on the uh, anniversary of, of Katrina from years ago, so it brings up... A lot of very tough memories. We hope everyone listening is okay, and we'll continue to look at this uh, for news updates as we go along. Also, the lines are open, 800-282-2882. If you want to call and talk about anything we've gotten into today or if there's something that we haven't hit on, uh, please let us know, and we will uh, 
will address it. But Fauci versus DeSantis is one way to look at the at the uh, lockdowns and the situation of covid in the United States. If you're looking for two people who symbolize their respective sides here, Fauci at, at every turn has been the the face and voice of lockdowns, of absurd, pointless mitigation measures, of prognostications that don't come true and always giving cover to the left wing authoritarian lockdowners. That's what Fauci's done when when schools wanted to be shut down, even though kids were at very low risk. Oh, he was perfectly happy to give the teachers unions what they wanted. Somehow this guy has never upset his own side. He's never upset the MSNBC, CNN watching, New York Times subscribing audience. He only annoys those of us who believe in individual liberty and freedom and know that the data does not support many of the things they've been pushing for. Here is how Fauci responded over the weekend to the suggestion that uh, Florida stands in the way of his madness and calls him out. Here's how the Fauci responds. Whoever is attacking me and attacking me, just a reflection of the politicization of what should be a purely public health issue. And it's really unfortunate. You know, they're attacking personally me because I'm a visible person, but I'm merely articulating the proper public health practices that are recommended strongly by an organization, and that organization is the CDC. So they like to pick out a certain person because they could make that person, you know, the personification of political divides, which is so unfortunate, Jake. We should put all of that aside. We have an extraordinary problem that's killing people in the United States. I don't know if there's ever been a bureaucrat who's more catastrophically wrong and more serially dishonest than this guy. Yeah, Clay, it's interesting. The CDC, he's just he doesn't work at the CDC. So why is he the guy who's on TV every five minutes explaining the CDC guidance and all the rest of it? This guy's the absolute worst. You've seen it from the beginning. I've seen it from the beginning. Yeah, and we should give people some updates because I I think this maybe we need to get into this at the top of the third hour a little bit. We told you that this was likely to happen. Alex Berenson has been banned from Twitter. And that is significant for those of you who regularly listen to this program. We're going to continue to have Alex on, but it is anti-science at its most basic level. Science is about uncertainty and being aggressive in challenging all of the preconceived exception uh, conceptions of what is the truth in order to get at the essence. Science is about challenging everything all the time. And with COVID, scientists have constantly told us all the time, you can't say that. You can't say that COVID may have escaped from a Chinese lab. You can't say that the vaccine might only be strongly effective for around six months. You can't say that young people are virtually without danger from COVID. All of those things are true. You can't question whether schools should be open or closed. You can't question whether lockdowns make sense. Buck, just right now, the data is out. Israel which is one of the most vaccinated countries in the world, just set a new high all time for COVID infections, COVID cases in their country. All right? Science about looking at data 
and searching for why that data is telling you that story. What is clear, it would appear, from the Israeli data, and this is part of the reason that Alex Berenson got kicked off of Twitter because he was right about this, is that COVID zero isn't a reality. The vaccine is not going to wipe COVID away. Same story just happening right now. Australia is effectively abandoning their COVID zero strategy. Australia, island continent, they basically had wiped out COVID in that country. Now the Delta variant's there. Same thing is happening in New Zealand, and it's skyrocketing. All of these strategies are failing. And on the point about censorship, it doesn't even matter if what someone says was correct. It doesn't matter that in retrospect, some of the things that people have been censored for turns out to be true and the censors of social media, yes. the big tech oligarchs, will even admit it. The point is you are to comply. The point is they're turning the whole country into the airline attendants who will tell you that you better mask up in between bites or else we're going to kick you off the gosh darn plane. And every but look. This is one of these areas that Arvin says, oh, I will not comply with this or that. And I, I applaud that sentiment. And I'm always I've been a ma- an unmasked bandit as much as I can be. But they'll get to the point where they force you. And planes yes. is a perfect example. Everyone who thinks right now, oh, well, I won't bend the knee. You ever flown in the last 18 months? Because you're bending the knee. You're wearing a mask, which is idiotic on a plane. We all know it does Nonsensical. nothing. And it doesn't matter to the people in charge because what's most essential to them is that you do what you're told we are reordering american society right now we are rewiring millions of people's brains to think that they should operate like lab rats instead of citizens who go through the maze as they are told or else they get a little electric shock and this is happening day in and day out, and we have not yet come up with an effective response to this. We, you know, we, there are a few places, a few holdouts where things, but even look at what, what Ron DeSantis deals with in Florida, Clay. He says masks optional based on parents at the state level. Notice Democrats don't sit around and wring their hands about, oh, we don't want to abuse our power and, you know, do some double speak so they can bend the knee to corporate interests. Democrats in cities say, you know what? We're just going to defy you, and we're going to have mask mandates for everybody anyway. That's how they're playing the game while our side sits around and basically is hoping that we don't have federal vaccine mandates, which let's see how close we get to it. And this is an interesting question, Buck, because a lot of people say, what should we do? And I'll give you an example here locally. We had tickets to go to an outdoor concert called the Pilgrimage Fest. It's a great event in uh, the Nashville area. They just sent out notice that you have to provide proof of vaccination or you have to provide a negative test to go to an outdoor concert. My wife, immediately upon getting that email, said, send me a refund. Right? I think that's the response for people out there who are like, what can we do in the marketplace? If you have a market that is behaving in a way that you don't think is rational, it's an outdoor concert. My wife has been vaccinated. But I've got COVID, uh, a natural immunity, and we talk about this, Buck. I, I'm not, I have no desire to go get a vaccine. So email came without even asking me anything. She immediately said, we're out. There's no way that we are going uh, to do this. By the way, Joe Biden looks like he's about to speak. We'll see how in the world this goes. He's at FEMA 
uh, addressing what's going on with Hurricane Ida. And of course, he's got his his mask hanging from his he ear has now. His this mask is, this, on. I mean, this is it's just so stupid, friends. I, I honestly, I've lost so much patience with all the mask theatrics and all the rest of it. It's it's absolutely absurd. Maybe we'll come back in if Biden says anything interesting here. It's a Hurricane Ida briefing. This is just you know, this isn't even really meant for Biden to give necessary information to the public. I would say more than anything, it's to look like he's doing something and oh, to have people focus on now. Of course, the very very serious issue, Ida. But the Biden administration is happy to focus on Ida instead of having people look at the ongoing disaster in Afghanistan. That is clearly Biden's fault. Ida is a natural disaster that is unfolding. So they want to look like they're in command of this thing. We'll come back if there's anything new on it in just a moment. Uh, but, you know, if you're still with AT&T, T-Mobile or Verizon for your cell service, you're paying too much money. You're, you're like throwing some money away that you don't have to. That's why Clay and I have been telling you about your Pure Talk cell service for months now, Pure Talk is on the exact same network, using the exact same tower as one of those big carriers, but for a whole lot less. In fact, Pure Talk can save the average family, think about this, over $800 a year. So they, all you have to do is what we're telling you right here. You make the switch. It's so easy. You want, it, It's just better, better customer service, even clearer for a lot of people uh, in terms of their connection. And you're going to save up to $800 a year, Clay. And this is because the big wireless providers charge you for stuff you don't need, and they don't really care. They figure, oh, you'll just keep paying what you pay. But Pure Talk will give you the exact same coverage, but only charge you for what you what you need. And, Clay, what's the offer right now? Because it's a fantastic offer for those who switch. It's great. Unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just $30 a month. And if you go over on data, they don't charge you for it. Pure Talk makes it easy to switch over. Get unlimited talk plus six gigs of data, all for just $30 a month from your cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk. You'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250. Say Pure Talk. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from Pure Talk. Again, from your cell phone. Dial pound 250. Say Pure Talk. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 
One more time, 833-995-GOLD. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton. Uh, Joe Biden is addressing right now live uh, Hurricane Ida. We'll see if he ends up taking any questions surrounding this in any way. Uh, In the meantime, we want to be able to get to some of your calls. A lot of people have been waiting a very long time, including Jim in Florida. What you got for us, Jim? Well, uh, the guy that I was uh, telling you about off the air, he, uh, I can now tell the public, because you've known it, that uh, we got him inside the gate, the uh, Abbey Gate there at the Kabul Airport. Wait, Jim, and Jim, Jim, step a, back, Jim, step back for a sec. Well, what, what folks don't know, you've been talking to our people, but what's going on here? Okay. Well, the, the Americans and those loyal to us are no longer allowed onto the airport premises. And uh, our translator from uh, India Company 36 Marines, 2nd Platoon in 2011, he, uh, we got him inside the gate, the Abbey Gate. And an American dressed in a suit came and made him leave the airport. So now he's holed up in his house. Uh, there were three flights, le- uh, five flew out yesterday with refugees. Three flew out today with refugees. He is locked in his house and he cannot go outside. That is how his tenure with the Americans ended. So we're basically, thank, thank you for the call and thank you for the update, unfortunate as it is, Jim in Florida. So basically, and this is not a huge surprise, Buck, we are winding down rapidly the ability of people to leave Afghanistan as our military prepares for what is at least a scheduled evacuation tomorrow. We are going to have people, Americans, I believe, among them, whose fates, whose, whose lives are entirely left in the hands of the Taliban, which for so many who are listening to this, Clay, who, who fought uh, these fundamentalists for years and went toe to toe with them in the Hindu Kush. It's it's just stunning. I I I can't imagine uh, a situation. Couldn't have imagined a situation like this. Dave in Ohio. He's a uh, former Air Force guy. What's up, Dave? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I used to work on some of the aircraft left behind. I was a communications technician. I'm a retired master sergeant and. There's ramifications that go beyond what you guys are discussing. If they left any of the secure voice equipment on there, you know the Chinese and the Russians are going to get a hold of that, reverse engineer it, and it's going to have implications far-reaching that we might as well open up our airwaves and just announce what we're doing. Dave, don't you think, I mean, I I, I ask you this, you you are an expert on this, I am clearly not, but I'm just wondering, would they have had some limitations in what they would have left in gear that we gave even to Afghan allies in the first place, though? Do you know what I mean? I mean, we don't we don't always give even our friends the full the full, uh, you know, situation, shall we say? Right. Right. We don't. Um, 
the equipment is on the airplane. Unless they went out and physically removed it from the airplane before they left them behind, it's still there. Because they were U.S. aircraft. They I, I think it's old. troubling that the Taliban has it, period, right? I mean, you're talking about China reverse engineering it, but the Taliban's got it, too, and they can bring in people and work with people. They're going to have a whole lot of, uh, of of tools and toys to play with that the U.S. government paid for. Dave, thanks so much for, uh, for, for being with us. Clay, I mean... It's a total calamity, Buck. I mean, for, and for people out there who might have missed it, we were just running through all of the different roster of material that we left for the Taliban, and it is unbelievable how much gear. I mean, they are one of now the most well-equipped countries when it comes to American technology and supplies anywhere in the world. Much better armed clay now. Not even, It's not even close, by the way. Much better armed and equipped the Taliban is now than they were before the U.S. invasion when they were running Afghanistan in yes. 2001. This, this Taliban is now. stronger, better, faster militarily than the one that we had to beat 20 years ago. And we're now negotiating with them. We went in 20 years ago to kick their ass out of the country, and now we're begging them not to kill our people and handing over I, billions of dollars in gear so they can be more efficient, more effective when it comes to being a terrorist country. I spoke to a friend just over the weekend, Clay, who's an ex-Delta guy uh, from the from the Army side. And, and I said, do you think that do you think I'm, I'm right on this one? Or are we going to get to a point where you're going to have Taliban, you know, give it a within a year or so, we'll have Taliban ministers, you know, showing up for climate change conferences in paris and the un and he said absolutely because they're gonna they're they're seeing this as an opportunity where they are effectively leveraging our catastrophic mistake to force themselves into a role we how how are we going to pretend that we isolate the taliban clay we won't work with them we won't talk to them we're basically begging them to make sure that americans and afghans along with us get out that's it's the what we've biggest, been. That's what we've uh, had to do. It's the biggest American foreign policy disaster in most of our lives, uh, and maybe the biggest ever. When you consider all of the ramifications and all the failures, when we come back, by the way, to start off the third hour, we kind of hinted at it. We've talked around it a little bit. Alex Berenson kicked off of Twitter. What does it mean, and what lawsuit might he file? It's going to be intriguing. We'll talk about that a little bit. We've got continued fallout in Afghanistan, Israel setting a new COVID high, uh, Australia, maybe they're abandoning COVID zero, uh, all this d- these different stories to dive into. Plus, we'll continue to update you on the president speaking surrounding this Louisiana Hurricane Ida issue. What else, Buck? I've also got this story about a diversity commissar, a chief diversity officer at the DOJ. I'm going to talk about that in the third hour because, my oh my, the the apparatus of uh, left-wing control is getting stronger all the time in all of our institutions. That'll be later on the third hour. Stick around for the Clay and Buck Show. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network.
Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.